Hey, thanks for dropping by to the Planners on Purpose podcast, created by Naomi Tucker, CMP. Now, this space is for the event planners to encourage and empower you so that you can fully live your life on purpose. So before we dig in, please take a moment to subscribe so you get future shows. Now, here she comes, your host, Naomi. Well, hello, everyone. Naomi Tucker here, your host of the Planners on Purpose podcast. I hope you're doing well today and you are living your life and doing the things that you're passionate about and you want to do. This podcast is all about empowering event planners to live their best life and do that through planning intentionally and preparing purposefully about their lives. So if you're an event planner and you're new to this podcast and you just made it in, I welcome you. And if you have been here for a while listening to these episodes, I so appreciate you for hanging in there and just rolling with me (laughs) each and every week. Well, today I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, about teams because what has been happening in the last few months is that we are seeing a really big shift in the dynamic of our teams in meeting and event planning. And I don't know about you, but I'm seeing it in my own team. Before the pandemic, obviously I, there was a, awesome, amazing team. And many of you probably have had amazing, awesome people that you have worked with and you get to know these people. And through the pandemic, some shifts had to occur. Now, when we're looking at possibly coming back on the other side of this, we are just seeing some shifts. There are some team members that aren't able to come back. Perhaps they had to go and find um, another position that they really want to see how it goes, see where it turns out. And you might have others that really don't know yet. They don't know if they want to return back to this industry. So perhaps they're looking at other opportunities. And then you just have the shifts that are happening in your team internally. And those can be, it can be frustrating because we're trying to make things fit like a puzzle, see where things work and where things especially work for the moment, seeing that the outside world is changing so drastically. So you probably can agree that our teams definitely are changing and they're shifting. And we really have to stay on top of making sure that we are building back up dynamic teams, our teams that are going to be most effective in order to make sure that they are taking care of clients, teams that are compassionate, and teams that really have that culture that you would like in your business. So today, I wanted to give you three three keys, three keys to building a pretty robust, successful team, especially now when it is so, so needed. So I hope that you're ready for this, um, for me to drop these three points on you. Okay. So the first point that I have is that we've been through so much. 
Now, the reason that I say that is because just yesterday, I had an opportunity to attend a conference and it was an awesome conference and there was an eclectic mix because we had suppliers, we had clients, and then we also had planners and procurement personnel that were there. And an overall abundance of some of the feedback that I received just by casual conversation, there was no point to uh, us, you know, talking other than catching up and just merely enjoying each other was that they are exhausted. People are extremely tired of what's happening right now. Now you have a different subsets of people. You have those that are excited because they're just back at their company. Perhaps they just got hired back and they have this very uh, profound sense of determination and excitement because they're, they're just getting back. They want to prove themselves again. And they're excited because this industry has great signs of, you know, opening back up. But on the other hand, you have those that have been working very, very hard in the last um, the last 18 months, not only have they been working hard into retaining current business, they've been working hard to shift to virtual. There's been so many virtual applications that have come out in the last 18 months. There have been so many processes and um, just ways to go about business in the virtual and hybrid space that they've had to get used to really absorb into their being and be that type of planner or event producer or digital strategist, whatever, right? Whatever role you want to throw at it. But for people that are planning events, we're planning events differently and we can nod our heads to that. It's it's totally different out there. So not only where were some of the individuals that were working all this time, they were keeping up with current business, right? They were learning something brand new, right? And that that work in learning something new is very extensive. And then additionally, it's trying to reel business back in, educating customers, making sure that they know what's going on out there, making sure they know how to meet safe, making sure they know that they have the trust in you that you're going to make it happen. So this produces stress and it can produce exhaustion and it ultimately can produce burnout. So my first point is that while I was talking to everyone, it just seemed as though people were extremely exhausted. They're exhausted about the state of our world. They're exhausted that things aren't moving to completion as quickly as they would like. And they're just plain old <laughs> exhausted about the constant churn that the industry has to do in order to make sure that it survives. That can be pretty taxing. So when you're building back up your team, it's really important that you make sure that people are being listened to, that you understand where they're coming from. Because as a leader and as a manager of events, you want to understand that where is the baseline that you're working with when it comes to the team that you're working with and making sure that they're allowed to to showcase their authentic self. Now, some of their points and some of their views might not align with yours, and that's absolutely okay. But it's really important that if you do have a team, that you know where they are so that you can lead them 
where they are. So that is definitely my first point. And I hope that you take that to heart because right now people need that community as much as possible, whether it's in person, whether you're still leading a virtual team, it is so important that they are being, people are being listened to. So I encourage you the next time that you're having a conversation, perhaps it's a, a, a meeting that you have with your team member every week or every month, that you take that opportunity to listen to them instead of really going through the bullet points of how they're doing and what you can help them with. Really talk to them about their lives because that's really going to show that you care and that you can, um, you can lead them and you can hear them where they are. Okay. Perfect. So that is my number one point for you on building a team um, right now. My second point for you is encourage vulnerability. Now, I know <laughs> it this may sound similar to my last point, but what's happening right now is we have a great shift. We have many people that are resigning and we have many people that are coming on board and you also possibly are doing some puzzle, some dynamic puzzle work within your business. You need to encourage vulnerability. You need to allow your team to, to learn and to live. And I know it's really tough because you probably would want to make sure that things are done and they're done right. But right now we're in an environment that we do have to take risk and that we do have to learn. And when you're learning and when you're taking risk at the same time, there's going to be mistakes that happen. So it's really important for your team to know that you encourage them with being vulnerable, with showing up and presenting their ideas, with making sure that they um, can follow through on some of those ideas that you give some of those that are that are, you know, really good, that we give some of those a chance and that we allow our teams to make mistakes right? If there are mistakes that are made, then let's understand what went wrong, but let's allow them to learn from those mistakes and really have that culture of vulnerability. So that is my second point. And I can't tell you how important this is. I have a team and we have had so much that we have gone through in the last 18 months. And it's really tough to have to learn something different. All while, let's say our clients are shifting and changing how they want to do their business now. Perhaps virtual is different or perhaps hybrid is different. So now we have to have a whole new rule book on how we go about booking business implementing business, planning those events. So along the lines, there are some mistakes that might be made. And even at times as a leader, I get questions like, oh my gosh, you know, I thought that we were supposed to do this, but I'm learning that we have to do it a different way. I'm learning that, you know, within sourcing, we now have to have a different clause or I'm learning now with planning my events on site, I, I need to really ask the hotel these questions. So absolutely encourage that. Make sure that you let them know, oh, yes, that's a great learning. And, you know, let's make sure that we're implementing this moving forward, but that they're learning. 
from their mistakes and that they're feeling that they're accepted and they can move along in this this really uncertain time. We need to have the benefit of knowing that we are progressing, but then also learning at the same time. And as a leader, that's really tough to have to balance, but it's very important that you make sure that you're doing that with the teams that you work with. Okay. So before I move on to my next point, I just want to invite you to a discussion that's happening on September 8th. We are going to be having a book club and it's all about building a culture of high performance groups. This book is by Daniel Coyle and it's called The Culture Code. Daniel Coyle comes with the examples and comes with the case studies to be able to showcase the larger picture of how you can build transformative teams and really lay that out through the culture in which you are emanating out of your business. So if you have not read that book, I encourage you to do so. And we are going to be having a book club on September 8th on this book and really talking about the culture of high performance groups and teams. And I feel like this is a very important discussion to have, especially during this time when we are shifting and changing our teams, we're seeing them come together differently. So it's really important for us to be intentional about how we build those teams back up. Just don't throw them in the fire. (laughs) I mean, you know, you can, you can, Go ahead and get them working, but let's do it in a way that's going to be sustainable for your teams. So I really encourage you to come September 8th and uh, be a part of that conversation. For more information, you can go to plannersonpurpose.com backslash book club and go ahead and sign up for book club. And when you do that, you're going to be able to get the notifications about the book club, upcoming books, and It would all keep you posted on when events are going live so that you do not miss out on these important conversations. So my two points today really were adapted from that work. And I hope that you're able to attend that September 8th discussion so that we can talk more about what's inside this fabulous book. Okay, great. So now we're going to talk about our tip number three for having a really dynamic culture and building back those great teams after the pandemic. We want to make sure that we are learning from crisis, right? Obviously, we have been through a lot in the last 18 months and many businesses are looking into the future and saying, oh my gosh, the future can really be bleak. And Many of the world-class company cultures that we see today, many of them are forged in moments of crisis that are just like this. So it's so important that you see the opportunities within a crisis, that the difference between a successful team and a team that is not as successful is that they are using this crisis to really, really crystallize their purpose. And when you as a leader can do that, and when you reflect on what happened in the last 18 months, you can express gratitude for them and say, wow, this is, these are the moments that made us be what we're going to be or help our team discover 
you know, how great we can be. So as a leader, keep that in the back of your mind. If you're an event planner, even for your events, perhaps now you are working with a completely different team for your event that you did previously. We can learn from this crisis. We can learn from what happened in the last 18 months. We can build our events back up and, and do that in a way that, that is more sustainable than it was previously. And with that, it helps not only that event become stronger, but it helps you as a planner become even stronger because you are looking at all those elements. You're looking at making sure the contract has clauses that protects your group. You're making sure that you're making intentional choices and you're guiding your clients intentionally on the safety of the attendees, where they're coming from, if they're going to be vaccinated or not, how you're going to make sure to keep all attendees safe. And these are things that you definitely are going to have to make sure that you're putting that polished finish on. And from there, it's going to allow your event to thrive amidst those circumstances. So really know that the crisis that we have been through in the last 18 months, we may not know what the future is, but we know we've made it this far. We know we've come a long way and we know that we can move forward. If we can get through the last 18 months, we can get through 18 more. And so make sure that you know that this can be the very thing that's going to take your teams and your business from good to amazing and really embrace that, embrace the opportunities, take the risks as you need them, learn and grow, be vulnerable, be flexible, be open with your teams, understand where they're just, you know, not feeling really good about things, understand where they feel like they can bring a new skill set to the table and really hone in and really build that into your team and move forward in such a dynamic way. So I want that for you. I want that for your event teams. I really appreciate you being here today. And I hope that you enjoyed these three tools and tips to be able to help you continue to build those dynamic teams and that dynamic group culture during this time. So Thank you everyone so much for listening. I hope to be able to see you at the next um, podcast episode or at the upcoming book club. We will talk to you very, very soon. Bye-bye now. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the like button and tell us how much you enjoyed the show by leaving a message in the comments. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.